you're listening to the Loving BDSM podcast, mini episode number 53. Kayla Lord's here with the one, the only, the, are you caffeinated enough yet, John Brownstone? No. Are you ever? Is it possible? Probably not. Never. Yeah. Never. Just hook it, an IV up to you. Okay. Yeah. You say that every time and we haven't done it yet. That would be kinky though. <laughs> Might be dangerous. I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to put <laughs> coffee directly into your veins. I'm pretty sure that's not going to No, not gonna probably not going to help. No, Sounds no. good in theory. It does. It does. But if anybody <laughs> knows a way that we can pretend that we're using uh, an IV to get coffee directly into JB, uh, feel free to reach out. Even if it's not actually in his veins, obviously that would be dangerous, but we can pretend. I mean, that's the kink scene I'm here for. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> a big thanks to our kinky patrons over at patreon.com slash Lords for making this episode possible. This week, uh, we're going to share our tips on how we explore a new kink together. Uh, this is could be used for people just now getting into it and they're like, yeah, we want to try a thing. How do we start? But also uh, we can, we often need these kinds of reminders as well uh, because even though we've been together for so long, it's easy to go, oh, well, we can just pick up this thing and just do <laughs> the thing. And no, no, it's no, sometimes it doesn't you need happen a process. That way, yeah. <laughs> welcome to the Loving BDSM podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Loving BDSM, on FetLife at Loving BDSM PC, on Instagram at that handle I will forever fucking hate, Loving DS in the number one, so that's at Loving DS1, or on YouTube at youtube.com slash Loving BDSM. All links are in the show notes, and the show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Okay, so it's been a hot minute since we've done anything new together. Mm -hmm. Do we even remember <laughs> how to explore a new kink together? I don't know. I feel like 100 years old and it's... Remember what? <laughs> <laughs> remember when we used to get kinky? <laughs> <laughs> so when we try something new together, here's what we do. The first thing is we are always communicating just in general. So yeah. when something new comes to mind, we just sort of mention it. Right. I mean, you, you have to communicate because, you know, you may be thinking, oh, this is the greatest thing since sliced bread and I want to try it. Mm -hmm. And your partner may not be as enthusiastic about it. Or they may never have even thought about it before right. until you bring it up. And so it's completely new information. Correct. Or they may definitely have thought about it, but they only know some part of it from their perspective. I always like to go back to the time I was like, uh, can I call you daddy? Do you think you're a daddy? And you, your reaction was based on what you thought it was. Yeah. Not on what I was learning about it, not mm -hmm. on the reality of it, but on the preconceptions you already had. Right. So if you're constantly talking about things I find that it's easier for bringing up a new kink because you can be like, you you know, I was reading a blog. I was listening to a podcast. I was watching some porn. Like, well, however your relationship goes, <laughs> what do you think of this thing, that thing, whatever's on your mind? It, that And I know for some power exchange couples, you have a very set way of communicating. Like you mm -hmm. schedule your time, you plan your time, maybe even plan conversations. That's fine. Consider leaving space in there for just like idle chit chat about kinks that you have heard about and are interested yeah. in. Just so it doesn't have to be this big momentous, let me sit you down at the kitchen table and look deeply into your eyes and go, 
what do you think of wax we need play? to talk right like yeah. it's just it, you know <laughs> if it feels that momentous to you and that's how you like to approach it that's cool that's great but i know for a lot of people that can be very stressful if it can yeah. just be something you throw out at each other during you know your random conversations because mm -hmm. you have that comfort level that makes it easier to talk about later hey you know i came across this thing and yeah right what do you think? And that way you don't have to have the big dramatic music and score in the background <laughs> and the other person's biting their nails and sweating through their shirt going, what, what is my partner trying to tell me? And then it's like, I just want to hit you with a paddle. Like, <laughs> I mean, unless you're into that kind of drama and you know, more power to yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so once we have like mentioned, hey, there's this thing we want to explore. The next step is whoever is the one that it was mentioned to starts asking questions. Yeah, and and you know what? Question, asking questions is the way you learn and process things. Um, you know, I'm gonna go back to the old um, saying, there is no such thing as a dumb question. Mm -hmm. And and there isn't. Um, questions come from learning and from wanting to understand. Right. So, you know, ask away. And if, like in our situation, it is often JB who's like, I have looked into this thing. <laughs> what, well, let's try this thing. And I come with questions. So as a submissive, I know other submissives can sometimes um, feel shy or have been somehow got given the message that they should not be questioning anything. I have lots of questions and I know that I'm free and safe to ask those questions. And so therefore I do. Mm -hmm. So for all the other submissives out there, uh, get you a relationship where you are free to ask your questions. If you have a, a partner who's like, you don't get to question anything. I have questions for you now. But, <laughs> um, I would, I would call that a potential red flag. So the thing about asking questions is one, you're gonna realize how much your partner has thought about it and your partner's gonna realize how much they've thought about it. Sometimes it's a whim. Hey, I wanna try this because you saw a thing or you heard a thing and you haven't done any more exploration that. That is okay, but once the questions that maybe come to mind start getting voiced, then you can go, oh shit, here, we need to go learn about this or oh, I had not thought about that. What I have always appreciated in our relationship is by the time you really sit down to seriously talk about a thing you wanna do, you have absolutely done your research, you've looked through it as much as possible, but, and sometimes my questions you can answer, but sometimes I'll have a question because my mind just works funky that you had never conceived of and then right. we can go learn more together. together. Mm -hmm. And me asking questions makes our kink play that much safer. It makes right. it that much more rewarding and it makes you a better dom. Sure. So if any subs out there needed the uh, permission, air quoter on that, to ask questions, consider this it. Okay, <laughs> so we've asked questions, which means we've had to go get answers to those right. questions, right? Now we make a plan. Yes, you know, it's, it's good to have a plan, um, especially when you're going into something new, um, you know, you 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 you've talked about it you've asked questions about it you know just don't dive into the deep end because mm -mm, there's going to um, be there's actually going to be other questions that have to be answered in order to make right. your plan um you know learn everything you can about what you are about to do mm -hmm. um read blogs read books if they're available listen to podcasts go to workshops attend workshops um, right now in this day and age, you can find a lot of workshops online via Zoom or Skype. You know, take advantage of those things. Learn what you're going to do because just as we found out in, in 
several circumstances, you know, we've gone out and and thought we've learned what we needed to know about a certain thing. Wax play being <laughs> being the, the the main thing that comes to mind. And, you know, we we thought we had ourselves had our ducks in a row and and we did everything along the line and we tried it and it did not go very well. No. Um, you know, and at that point we had to step back and say, okay, there's a little bit more to this, and, and we need to look a little further. And that's what we did. And through that, we found certain things that had done wrong. And then moving forward after fixing those mistakes, it became something that was enjoyable. Absolutely. So when you're thinking about making your plan for your new kink, um, ask yourself some of these questions. When will we try it? Like, what's a good mm-hmm. time? Do we have kids running around? Do we have crazy jobs? Are we long distance and never get to see one another? Like, yeah. when can we actually try it? Do we need toys or gear? Right. And sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. Right. And and that's actually important. You know, you, you say, oh, well, I don't really need this and I don't really need that. But, you know, think about it. When you're doing a job, you want to have the right tools for that job to make that job go easier and the end result better. Mm-hmm. Let's t- go back to our, our wax play example. Um, it's a common uh, reminder to folks to not just grab candles off of your like mantle or off of your bookshelf yeah. uh, because many of them are for- formulated to burn hotter than is great right. for wax play. It is also possible that you might love that level of heat, but we would never recommend that newbies start at that level. Correct. So with wax play, it was not, oh, we'll just use a candle because that's free and cheap. We've already paid for it 10 <laughs> years ago. Never mind the inch of dust on top of the damn thing. Yeah, that'll be fine. <laughs> no, no, no. That was really a, okay. No, we will get wax play candles designed for wax play. What that then led to, and you'll find with a lot of these questions you have to ask yourself, is it leads to more questions and more options. And that's where a lot of our experimentation happened. Um, Then you want to think about what kind of scene do we think will maybe work best for this new thing we want to try. We are huge fans of simple. Keep it real, real simple. Just do the one thing. But you can also ask yourself, will we incorporate this into other kinks we already know and love and can do? Will we add this to an existing type of scene that we already do? Again, our recommendation is often do it on its own first before incorporating, but depending on what it is, like a spanking, you could probably incorporate that easily into other forms of play. Whereas like, let's take the reverse, wax play, not so much. It's one mm-hmm. you kind of want to do on its own a couple of times before you try and add it. Although a lot of mix. people incorporate wax play with rope bondage. Sure. But if yeah. for the first time, I no, wouldn't no, recommend no, rope no, no, or no, wax. No. It's do one, one by itself right. before adding mm-hmm. it to the mix. But those are things you want to think of. Yep. Then we'll come back to the, um, the next one that uh, we keep saying, and we'll just keep saying, start slowly. Yes. it. You know... This this is something you hear us talk about through 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 the years. Um, kink is not a race. No. Okay. Uh, take your time. There is something to be said for the anticipation of building up a scene, and and maybe a scene was not as elaborate and extreme as you would have liked. But you know what? Keep them wanting more. And also, if you're going slowly, that gives you time to check yourself or your partner for, wait, is this working? Right. If you go in hot and fast, you can do real damage. Whereas if you start out really slow and light, whatever light might mm-hmm. mean, that's subjective, 
you can build up to more intensity, but you have the, you're checking in the whole time. And so if it becomes too much for the bottom or the submissive, they can go, whoa, this is too much. I can't, I can't handle this. This is as far as I can handle. And that is not true of doms being over eager. Most responsible doms I know are like, I would actually like to start slow because I don't know how you're gonna react to this. I tend to see it from submissives who are like, that sounds amazing. That thing I saw online looked really cool. I sat through the demo, Mm -hmm. give it to me now. Start out, go zero to 60 in five seconds. And please don't. Well, a lot lot of that can, can come, I've seen that type of attitude come from people who are in frenzy. Oh, for sure. And and that is on either side of the slide. Absolutely. I think that that need to move really quick and do the, all of the thing that you've just learned about is can actually, mm-hmm. I, I cannot speak today, is absolutely a sign of frenzy. But also you can not be in frenzy and just be an impatient motherfucker. <laughs> and I who hate the P word, <laughs> I'm telling you. Patience, baby girl. Be patient. It is It is worth it in the end. Yeah. You will, as you're learning and exploring this new kink thing that you're doing, you'll figure out what you like and what you don't like. And so maybe the next time you can move into things faster or you can take it to a new level. Mm-hmm. Um, but but just, just light and easy, build up, build up. That way, and the whole time you're communicating with one another, like, ooh, mm-hmm. that's too much, that's too much. Or, ooh, no, I can take more, give me more. Or, you know, wait, I'm seeing your skin actively bubble up maybe we should stop (laughs) like please if if that is what is happening uh i I feel like you have not listened to any of our other tips but i'm just saying you know go slow and communicate with one another the whole time Mm -hmm. our final thing when we're starting a new kink is the debrief we talk about it when we're done playing yeah um you know there's some people who would say well you know the debriefing sounds very impersonal um it's not, you it know, have it, to be. It, it doesn't have to be. It, it It's something that should be done. We do it all the time, uh, especially after big scenes. Mm-hmm. It's important. You have to get a feel of, of how the other person, you know, is doing. What they experience, and, and how, what they 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 experience how they feel about it. Those things are very important. I, if you don't talk about it, you walk away, then you start each – you can make assumptions. And, mm-hmm. you know, you, you want to check in because the whole point of this is for each person to get some level of enjoyment out of it. Right. And and you need to see where you're at. You know, the, the, the bottom may say, well, you know, it was good, but I really would have liked a little bit more of this. And, and, you know, the big D would be like, well, you, I, I didn't think I should go that far. But, you know, and, and that's why you need to talk about these things. That's why you need to have that debrief. You, you, you need to sit down and talk and, and make sure everyone's needs were, were met. And then you can go and adjust from there. And it's all part of the play. Absolutely. I, we do very quick debriefs these days. That was mm-hmm. good. That, part of it is we're, especially with new stuff, we're talking so much during yeah. that the debrief is fairly short. But if I had gone into subspace, you would have had to wait till I sure. got my faculties back and then we could have a conversation mm-hmm. with new stuff. Yes, I'm absolutely going, I really like this. This could have been better. I try to do the compliment sandwich. Yeah. Good thing. Not so great thing, good thing. You can't always do that. Sometimes it's an open face sandwich, okay? (laughs) You can say one good thing and then a couple of bad things. That's all you can do. For submissives and bottoms, 
this is absolutely your responsibility to let your dom or top know what worked, what didn't work. Because right. if you don't tell them what didn't work, you will probably get a repeat the next time you play with a king. Yeah. It is both parties' responsibility to go, I, I was willing to try it, but that's not my thing. Like, I would prefer not to do that. Mm -hmm. And both sides of the slash have to have the freedom to say that. And the other person, you can be disappointed, but have the grace to just accept that they're like, okay, I don't want to do that. Uh, Doms, if you see something, you notice something in your sub or your bottom while you're playing with this new kink that they're not bringing up, ask questions, comment on it, get more information. Like if their whole body is tensing up or they're not, you know, I'm a loud person. If I'm not crying out in pleasure or pain, that's a question to ask later. Was everything okay? Did you mm -hmm. feel anything? Don't be afraid to ask about what you're actually observing and doms and tops, especially when you're playing with a new kink, but all the time, all the time, you need to be observing. You need to be paying attention right. to what's going on. You can absolutely get into your own top space, but from our understanding of top space and your experience with it, it's actually a hyper-focus. So the one thing you should be paying attention to <laughs> if you you know have your altered state of consciousness is your partner. And so then in that debrief, you can talk about those things. It's a great way to learn more about the kink you're trying and also each other and how the other is responding to stuff and feeling mm -hmm. about stuff. So yes, especially with a new kink, do the debrief. Okay, did we lecture enough? I think Have so. we made trying new kinks super, super boring? Probably. <laughs> sound like work. Mm -hmm. <laughs> sound like effort and taking all the fun out of it. Ah, look, kill joy. Y'all, people, kill is the right word. People yeah. can be seriously injured and yes, even die while getting right. kinky. We don't want that to happen no, to anyone. No. And if that makes us boring, fuck it, we're boring. So... <laughs> That's, that's all our lecturing for this week. Mm -hmm. uh, we will talk to you later this week with a longer episode. Do I know what the topic is? No, not off the top of my head. Uh, and then we'll be back next week for another mini episode. Bye. Bye.